Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Yesterday, the number of people in University Hospital Limerick and Dora Doyle waiting for a bed reached 103, with the number exceeding 100 people since last Friday. Let's hear what listeners out and about in Limerick have to say about all of this. Um, no, I, I don't think... I, a lot of people just kind of hear a number like that, 103 trolleys, and they don't really understand what that means. If you visualise 103 people sitting in front of you on trolleys, that's the most ridiculous thing that you've ever heard in your life. And these people are extremely vulnerable. They're in an extremely terrible spot at the moment you know they need to be as comfortable as humanly possible but we're not able to provide that right now and it's very sad the hospital numbers there's trolley figures in Ireland are currently very high I'm wondering what do you think of the Irish hospital system Ooh, it's pretty bad because in Brazil it's very well it's, it's efficient but here yeah. I feel that it's pretty bad comparing well we have different economy system and everything but there it seems that it works better yeah <laughs> yes yeah. We didn't know it yes, yet, but we heard like bad things about it. The people that said that they went to a hospital, they said oh, it was the worst experience ever. <laughs> oh, wow. Is the trolley numbers are at 103 today in Limerick? Is it something that you're concerned about? Is it something you think about a lot? Oh man, I've been my mom's a nurse, so I've been hearing nothing about trolley numbers since I was away. In, but um, yeah, sounds same old, same old to me. Like it's terrible, but I'm like. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, do you think that the public in general kind of tends to switch off when they hear about trolley numbers? I think so, because we've been hearing about them for at least the past 10 years. Like, since I was, like, 10 years old, I've been hearing about trolley numbers. So, I know that was just the mainstay in my house, but I'm sick of it. Nice, there you go. Limerick Today listeners chatting to Ashlyn on the streets of Limerick and Stephen McMahon of the Irish Patients Association is on the line. Hello, Stephen, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Joe. And I think that summed up a lot of people's views and feelings about this, didn't it? You had a mixture of people saying it isn't acceptable with others saying it isn't acceptable but sounding resigned to the reality. I mean, we're only at the beginning of September. Absolutely. And you you had a, a young lady there who said that I think she'd been hearing about this from her mother since she was at the age of 10 or something like that. I mean, first of all, I think we've got to say that patient safety has to be the top priority everywhere in this in this challenge. Um, the HS, or the hospital in, in, in a release that we got last night was saying that they dealt with 6,500 or 6,600 attendances in August alone, which is highlighting the uh, increased demand there and they're saying then again uh, many of your listeners have heard this for years that the main challenge is the shortage of bed capacity uh, which is continuing to contribute to overcrowding that being said I think the first person in your box popped there the man who said that you know the number of 103 that people have to visualize this that these are 103 people that visited the emergency department with some crisis or other and have been waiting for admission to a bed. They're not people that have walked in, been seen and are going home. They're actually being admitted for further uh, care and so on. There was 103 yesterday, yes, but there was 105 the day before. So these figures are absolutely, um, you know, astronomical. The HICWA and, and just to say as well for listeners' information that of the 103 yesterday, the breakdown that we received from the Irish Nurses and Midwives organisation was that there were 47 
uh, waiting in the emergency department uh, and uh, 56 then uh, waiting elsewhere, i.e. on wards but still on trolleys. Yes, and still not f- fully, um, you know, transferred to the ward. And th- the point I was going to make here, uh, Joe, was that there was a report produced by HICWA in the earlier part of the summer. I don't know whether you, you covered it No, we it did. We, we, you we, did. We, we've you covered did. I, Just to be very clear, because this is will be aware, but I want to state this, you know, when the national attention goes off this, it does not go off it here on Limerick Today. We are always right. talking about this throughout the year because it is one of the major ongoing concerns in Limerick. Absolutely. And this is why I wanted to just quote from a little bit of that report that they produced. They had done an um, an audit in February of 23 and published it in in June 23. I'm not too sure of the absolute date. But it's it's the overall summary about the emergency department that really rings alarm bells. It said like that patients were waiting for long periods in the emergency department. There were 73, I think, on the day that they did those audits. Now, we're up over 100 now. Considering the association of long waiting times in the department with increased morbidity and mortality, this remains a concern to HICWA. There was some evidence that short and medium term measures were beginning to impact positively on the patient flow, but the fundamental issues of insufficient patient capacity and persistent high levels of dependence of UH added uh, problems. And then they go on to say... They acknowledge that there have been that there are plans to address the capacity in the longer term, but in the interim, hospital management need to continue to ensure effective measures are implemented to protect the high numbers of patients receiving care in UHL emergencies department from any potential an actual right. risk of harm yeah. arising and, from it. And I should so say, that's you know, the point. that you know, we have spoken and we continue to speak and have had the chief executive and others in here uh, to discuss all these issues from the hospital. There isn't anyone from management today, but they consistently say to us that they are reacting and they also point out that they are waiting for beds um, under construction to come on stream. Correct. And I mean, you know, t- to be fair, like HICWA in that audit had said there'd been significant improvements versus when they did it back in 2022. And, you know, that, that there had been changes in management arrangements and staffing levels that led to improvements in the nurses and consultants' availability. So, and they also say that once people have been transferred up into the hospital, you know, that the, the, the compliance uh, against the various standards that they have were quite, quite good. So, you know, once you get into your ward, uh, things are good. The issue is that there's a clear risk to patients that are waiting too long in the emergency department to be admitted to a ward. And that is the nub of this particular issue. And, you know, we could talk for the rest of the day on the various proposals that are being made. I think really what's needed is that there are plans there to, 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 to improve the system and there needs to be almost a monthly report with oversight from the likes of HICWA to say what achievements have been done this month. We can't be waiting for six months and for the winter with the numbers that are likely to hit if God forbid we've another uh, COVID or there's a widespread flu or something like that that um, that that the people you know can be put at risk. I mean again, just quickly Joe if I might mention, the HICWA produced a report yesterday of Bowman Hospital and Waterford 
uh, from an audit in April of this year. And they are the best hospitals. We've been saying to people, how is it that some hospitals have effectively no patients on trolleys awaiting admission and others do have? Unfortunately, Limerick is the big, big outlier. But like they're saying about in the report yesterday that both hospitals were demonstrating good overall compliance with the national standards and that they were resourced and had reduced staff vacancy rates. I don't know about UL, uh, what the staff vacancy rates are, but they are sort of key areas that can actually make okay. a big difference to the care. All right. Well, listen, Stephen McMahon of the Irish Patients Association, thank you for joining us and we'll have to see how things develop across the autumn and winter and we're not anywhere close at this point to where you traditionally see a spike at the beginning of January. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live.